RetroSeasons.com for more sports history. New York Yankees face the Kansas City Athletics at Municipal Stadium for a Sunday afternoon game on September 6, 1964. New York was coached by Yogi Berra, and they were looking to win the AL pennant for the fifth year in a row. But they entered this game in third place, three and a half games behind the White Sox and a half game behind the Orioles. Kansas City was coached by Mel Magaha, who took over the club when Eddie Lopat lost his job when the A's fell to 20 games under 500 in mid-June. Unfortunately, by September, Magaha had the A's nearly 40 games under 500. This audio recording is from the Kansas City Radio Broadcast, which unfortunately only includes a small excerpt of the game, starting from the bottom of the eighth and continuing until the end of the game. Not many Kansas City Athletics recordings still exist, so we decided to release this as is so that you can enjoy at least a few innings of broadcasters George Bryson and Monty Moore. Lined up in the pitch. Curve is high inside. One ball and one strike. Pedro Ramos in the bullpen again, looks like. And the left-hander, Hamilton. Ramos is better. One ball and a strike to Callan Nelly. We're in the last half of the eighth. Got to get some runs. Have this chance and one more to do it. Segui's best effort is down the drain so far. We have not scored a run. Got to do it now. Here's the pitch. There's a high foul up back of third. Our attendance here, 21,372. We now have 610,845 paid in the ballpark this year. 21,372 here this afternoon. Beautiful day. Matthews at the plate. Roland Sheldon has won three and lost one. I don't know whether they've kept him all year, but he's been very good here today. Here's the pitch. Foul ball back into the screen. One ball, two strikes. Sheldon in the windup. Here comes his pitch. Little low and outside. Two balls and two strikes. Everybody finished now except Baltimore at Los Angeles and the Cleveland-Chicago second game. Cleveland leading 1-0. Cleveland won the first game. The Yankees can sneak a lot closer now. Baltimore loses. Here's Sheldon's pitch. There's a line drive right field, right at Roger Maris. He's there. He's got it. Let's have a station break. This is the Kansas City A's baseball network. KCMO 810 Radio, Kansas City, Missouri, voice of the Kansas City A's baseball and Kansas City Chiefs football. Five minutes past four. George Bryson with Monty Moore at Municipal Stadium in Kansas City. The score here, the Yankees three, A's nothing. We have but four hits. One out the batter, Dick Green, who struck out and grounded out to the pitcher. Now the pitch on the way. Low ball. Jimenez will hit Parsegui, who will not get a chance to tie the all-time Kansas City strikeout record. He's going to leave with a dozen. Now the pitch. Low this time. Two balls and no strikes. Neither pitcher has given any indication of wildness here today. They've all been ahead, with one exception, Quebec. Segui was behind on him when he hit the ball out of the ballpark. First man up in the inning, in the ball game. Two and oh count. Here's Sheldon's pitch. Right in there, a strike call, two and one. Sheldon ready to pitch again. Here it is. Fastball hit back to Richardson, through him, into the center field, a base hit. Bobby took a dive for the ball, couldn't come up with it. A line drive, base hit, and we're alive here in the eighth inning. That's our fifth hit. And the batter now will be Manny Jimenez hitting for Segui. 
Tiny has a brother playing with Ripson in the Yankee organization. Yankees three, A's nothing. Last half of the eighth, Green at first base, Jimenez at the plate. Pinch hitter for the pitcher. Roland Sheldon, the right-hander, all ready to go. Here's the pitch to Manning. Swung on and missed, strike one. No balls and a strike. Manning, a left-hand hitter. Can hit that ball. Infield swung around the right. Double play depth. Here's the pitch. Curveball strike. Ball strike two. 0 oh, and 2 the count on Jimenez. Sheldon in trouble a little bit in the seventh inning and a little in the fourth inning. That's all. Runner at third and none out. He got us out. A couple of hits in the seventh. Here's the pitch. There's a bouncing ball foul off down towards first. Capitone comes up with it. The Cardinals got a run in the last half of the 11th inning to beat the Chicago Cubs 5-4. to four. The National League schedule is finished. I'll have all the information for you on the scoreboard which will follow the broadcast of this game. Sheldon in the stretch. Here's the pitch. Jimenez takes it inside. Almost hit him. One ball and two strikes. Manny thought he had it then. It was a fastball right in on him. One ball and two strikes on Jimenez. Sheldon delivers. Manny swings and bounces another one foul off towards first base. Look at the contenders now. Baltimore and Los Angeles scoreless in the last half of the fifth inning at Los Angeles. Cleveland won Chicago nothing in the fourth inning of the second game. Cleveland won the first game. Boy, they're big now when the contenders lose. One ball and two strikes on Manny. Here's his pitch. There's a little looping fly ball that Boyer will tuck away. He's there. He's got it with one hand. Not much effort there. Jimenez pops out to Boyer, and the batter is Caponeris. Caponeris been up three times, popped out twice, and lined out one. Fact of the matter, we have not hit the ball on the ground many times. One of them hurt us badly. A double play by Gentile. Now Barra is going to go out and talk to his pitcher. George, I tell you, this guy's been getting away with a lot of bad pitches the last two or three innings. And Howard has been yelling out at him several times and indicating you better get a little more on these pitches. I, I've seen our ball players take home run cuts at, at high-hanging sliders or curveballs about six times this afternoon that they've missed. But boy, I tell you, he has gotten away with murder here today so far. And that pitch he just threw Manny right then was just a little lollipop. He managed to get him on the front foot. Well, that's what they're talking about. I imagine they want to find out if he feels he has that much stuff left. They can't afford to let a, another guy get on, someone pop one out here on a bad pitch. Campanaris at the plate right now. Runner at first base. Dagberto hitting 299 going into this ball game with four homers and 18 RBIs. Came out of nowhere to help us out. Broke in with a bang, hit a home run his first time up in the big leagues, and later in that same game hit, another, uh, hit a home run, which put him in a pretty select group of guys, three who've done it. Not all right sense, too. Here's the pitch to him. There's a high fly ball, center field. Coming hard is Tresh. Should get there. He is there, and he makes the catch. For the eighth inning, no runs on a hit and no errors, and a man left. And the scores will go now to the top half of the ninth inning. Yankees three and the A's one. Every time I go on a picnic, I wonder why someone hasn't figured out an easier way to keep beer cold. Always seemed to me there had to be a better way. Well, now the folks at Hams have found a better way. It's the Hams Cold Pack. Keeps 12 cans of Hams crisp and cold all afternoon, and there's no ice needed. No extra cost either. You just pick up a cold pack of Hams in the silver and blue carton at your favorite dealer, and, well, a few hours later, the beer is still drinking cold. The secret is laminated aluminized carton. You can recognize it by the aluminum foil finish. Man, for convenience, this new cold pack from Hams just can't be beat. 
So look for the handsome aluminum foil Hams Cold Pack. Twelve cans of freshness. Hams refreshing as the land of sky blue waters. Doubleheader here tomorrow. The pitchers, Orlando Pena, will pitch in the first game for Kansas City. And Wally Bunker, a sensational 19-year-old kid who has won 14 or 15 ball games for Baltimore. 15, I believe. He's beaten the A's five times this year, so we'll play him tomorrow. Bob Meyer, a left-hander for the A's in the second game against Dave McNally, a left-hander for the Orioles. You stay with us the rest of this American League season, and you're going to be able to get a pretty good idea of what's going to happen pennant-wise because we play 13 more games against the pennant contending teams in the American League. We'll play the Orioles two games here tomorrow and four games in Baltimore next weekend. We play the White Sox three more games here and three more in Chicago and we play the Yankees three more in New York. So a lot of excitement left on our broadcast this year. George? And we have some coming on now in the ninth inning 2M. Elson Howard, Cleet Boyer, Roland Sheldon against West Stock who's come on the pitch. Stock a right-hander in relief of Segui, who did a very good job, but couldn't couldn't get ahead. There's a strike call. Couldn't get ahead mainly because we didn't score any runs on five hits. He gave up three runs, two of them tainted, one of them a solid smash, a home run by Kubek. Here's West Stock ready in the pitch. Outside, one ball and one strike. Whitey Ford in the Yankee bullpen right now. Just probably to loosen up. One ball and a strike, next pitch. There's a drive center field, a base hit. Howard is on. A three straight hit for Elston Howard. And the batter now is Cleet Boyer. Boyer, one for three. Got a single back in the fifth inning. I'd like to pick myself a ball club off the other teams to play in this park, who hit in this park. You think right off of Elston Howard, who's hitting over 400 here the last two years, average-wise. Mickey Mantle is another one. Of course, he hits in any park. But then uh, Lee Thomas of the Red Sox. Man, those guys could really wear us out, wear everybody out here. And you ought to get make up a team of those fellas, see what happens. In the stretch, wet stock. Now the pitch. A little high, a ball. We're in the ninth inning. Elson Howard at first base. The Yankees lead 3-0. They have nine hits, the A's have five. It's been a good ball game. The entire series has been exciting. We've been beaten twice, and on the verge of it again. Here's Wesley stretch in the pitch. Missed outside, two balls and no strike. Stock has not been real effective nor sharp the last three or four times out. And McGahey right now is going to go find out what's cooking. He has not been throwing the ball real hard, and he's not been throwing it where he wanted to. So McGahey and Stock and Brian have got to talk. Don't forget now, the announcement made a while ago. A new idea. 5,000 more kids. Yeah, we're going to have a pitching change right now. You can see that coming. 5,000 more kids will get a chance to see the Beatles. Our $2 general admission tickets going on sale tomorrow by mail only. Send in your $2 or $4 or $6, however many you want. Check a money order payable to the Beatles Municipal Stadium in Kansas City. Only 5,000 of them. A Modrabowski is going to come on right quick here. Stock gave up a base hit and had nothing on the ball to get to Cleet Boyer. Two balls and no strikes. Wonder why. Probably had talked about that Molly in the dugout. Wes said, oh, I'll try, but this I just don't feel loose or something, maybe. At any rate, after giving up the single to Elston Howard and two balls and no strikes on Boyer, he took him right out of there and brought in Durbanski. So the man, Cleet Boyer, will belong to Dubowski, except if he's walked. Hope you're with us tomorrow. Along our network, you might just well drive on in, enjoy some nice Kansas City hospitality, have a meal in one of our fine restaurants, stay overnight tonight in one of the good hotels or motels in our area. warming up right now. All ready to go. Cleet Boyer stands in the count two balls and no strikes. 
Moose Scourin has hit a home run for the White Sox in the fourth inning with nobody on base. That'll tie them with Cleveland. Oh, you take a look at Moose Scourin with the White Sox and Frank Thomas with the Phils. What a job they've done since being acquired by those clubs. Listen, that Scourin's got a chance to break all kind of records. He was with the Yankees two years ago in World Championship Ball Club. Last year, he was with the Dodgers in a championship club. And this year, he could be on another one. There's the first pitch to Boyer, and it popped up outside third. Ed Charles is on the way over there. It won't go far enough. It's back in the seats. Yeah, that'd be the one guy on three World Championship ball clubs, three different ones in three years. I don't know. That's never been done before, huh. probably. Playing his chips pretty well, I'd say. And he started with Washington. <laughs> this year, yeah. So he's been all over the place, last place and first place. Now the 2-1 pitch. Got by Brian, went right through his glove. Pass ball, down to second base goes Howard. Now they have scored two of their runs on plays like that. <laughs> scored a wild pitch. Three balls and a strike. That wasn't a bad strike. A little bit high, went right through Brian. But Drabowski with good stuff on the ball. Three and one. We've had officially on the books three wild pitches here today. Three and one count now. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss, three and two. Now the pitch. Swung on and missed. He struck him out. And boy more. Now Roland Sheldon is going to be the hitter. One away, top half of the ninth inning. Elston Howard down at second base. Well, Sheldon gets a hand and well-deserved. He's fixed quite a ball game here today. He's gotten by with a few mistakes, but when you're going good, things will happen that way. Mo ready to pitch. Here it is. High a ball. Elston Howard down there at second base. Thirteen Yankees have struck out here this afternoon, but they still lead them in the ball game by a score of three to nothing. Now the pitch. That's a little low. 2 0. Oh, set to pitch again. Here it is. Over the outside corner, strike call, 2-0. Oh. Score, 3-0. Yankees lead the A's. We're in the top of the ninth inning. We have the middle of our order, the power in the order, coming on in the ninth inning, looking ahead. But we've had no power today, really. Here's his pitch. Fastball, a strike, 2-2. Two and two. Drabowski with the sign, two balls and two strikes. Here's the pitch. Curve is outside. Three and two. have five hits, the Yankees have nine. 
three and two. The count on Roland Sheldon, the pitcher, up three times, grounded out, struck out twice. Kurowski stretches, steps off the rubber. Howard goes back. Only about five balls on the ground. There's a strike call. Strike three. Fourteen strikeouts against the Yankees, but they still lead in the ball game. Batter now is Kubek. Oh, you figure, Monty, if you got pitching good enough to strike out 14 Yankees, you got to be in front in the ball game. Well, we've scored seven runs the last two nights and lost both games. We get out here today and hold them to three, and not even in the ball game, really. All right, Dabrowski set the pitch. Here it is. Taken high, ball one. But Cleveland countered. They picked up another run in the fifth inning. They lead the White Sox now by a score of two to one. Next pitch, swung on, hit foul down the left field line. Out play. Tony Kubek and Mo Drabowski in a battle right now. Mo ready to pitch. Here it is. High fly ball outside third. Charles may have a chance to catch this one. Nope, it's going to be back in the seats about four rows. So now it's the ball and two strikes. down to get the sign from Bill Bryan. All set to go. Takes his look. Fires. Swung on. Hit high into the air to left center field. Caponaris on the run. Still going. Still going. He should get there. He is there and he's got it. Big high fly ball to left field. So in the ninth inning, no run on a hit. No errors and a man left. And the scores will go to the last half of the ninth inning. And this one, the Yankees three and the A's nothing. Well, you already know about American beers and imported beers. You know about Waldeck. a new third taste in beer, Waldeck beer. Waldeck gives you the full-bodied character of the expensive imports with an American lightness all its own. A new third taste in beer. What gives Waldeck this new taste? You may give the credit to the hand-picked imported hops and fine hunch and barley malt. You may decide it's the all-malt brewing and Waldeck's longer, leisurely aging. Waldeck gives you the non-filling smoothness of American premiums with the substantial taste of the imports. Waldeck beer, possibly the third taste in beer you've been looking for. Find out soon. You'll find the price to your taste, too. Waldeck, brewed in limited stock to an old-world formula by the Theo Ham Brewing Company. to the last half of the ninth inning. We'll have the stuff now. We can do it. They've got Ramos and, and Hamilton in the bullpen. We'll have Causey, Calvito, and Gentile up in the last of the ninth inning. He got a triple in the fourth inning and died right at third when they got Calavito, Gentile, and Bryan out. Try him again, Wayne. Let's see. Boy, you won't want to forget now that doubleheader tomorrow afternoon starts at 1.30 with Baltimore. Everybody in the park will get a ruler. Picture ruler of the A's. Here's the pitch to Wayne. A little high ball. And it'll be buffet dinner day. Boy, the meals are going to be given. They're not going to be given away right here, you understand. They're not going to have to eat them here. Get a certificate for them or something. So you can go dying in style. Here's the pitch. 
There's a strike call. One ball and one strike. Roland Sheldon ready to pitch again. Here it is. The low two and one. Scoreboard will follow. I have all the information on all the ball games played. They're all over but two. Last of the ninth inning. Three to nothing. We got to get three at least till we go home. A little sad. Yankees happy. Here's the pitch. A little high this time. It's three balls on a strike. We have struck out an amazing 14 Yankees. Still trailing in the ball game and had to make two mistakes. And nobody has walked. That's that's the amazing thing about it. Hey, Baltimore might be doing something in the eighth inning. The Angels have changed pitchers. Deliva's in there now. No score so far. Three balls and a strike. Next pitch. Ball four. There's the first base on balls of the ball game. Make that the second. He walked Ryan back in the second inning. But a fielder's choice got him. The batter is Calavito now. And there goes Yogi. We're going to have a pitching change right now. Looks like we're going to have a new man in a new Yankee uniform. Uh, George, I'll tell you about Raymond. Yesterday, pitching against Chicago, in Chicago, for Cleveland, he pitched two and a third innings and got bombed for five runs. Here he is now with the Yankees. They've always said put on the Yankee pinstripe and it makes a difference. We'll find out here today. I tell you, that guy's had some great days, though. He's got real good stuff. And I imagine that he's coming on this mound right now with a great determination to show the Yankees that he belongs on a championship ball club. A Roland Sheldon gets a real good round of applause as he leaves. He's done quite a job against us. I think his best effort was in the fourth inning when Cosby led off of that triple and he got him on two pop flies and a strikeout. So Ramos has come on a pitch and he's talking with Elson Howard now about the sign. A Yankee uniform, a little strange for Pedro. Well, he'll face Calvito and Gentile and Bryant, maybe. Calvito and Gentile standing side by side right down below us now. Would like to really get into one and head on out of here. But Ramos, of course, would like to put out the fire right now. George, his record with Cleveland is seven wins and ten losses. He had, at Cleveland, thrown 18 home run balls this year. He has an earned run average of 5.14, which is the highest on the current Yankees staff and one of the highest on the Indian staff. But for short work, he just might be the man the Yankees need. Well, we'll know pretty soon because Calavito is standing in right now. Rocky nearly hit a home run in the seventh inning. He hit the top of the fence, about a foot from the top, a line drive. A lot of folks may not know that Ramos is with the Yankee Ball Club. I noticed his little roar went up when he was announced. But he just joined them today. Really lots of speculation about who the two Yankee players are. He'll go to Cleveland next spring as part of the deal. Calavito ready to face him now. Ramos in his stretch. Here's the pitch. Fastball is high, ball one. I'll tell you, he can throw the ball hard. Oh. I don't know what the umpire back of the plate, Valentine, is after somebody or somebody's after him. I don't know. I got a kick out of John Stevens today. He said he's been around the lake so long he doesn't have to look and see who talked. He recognizes all the voices. Here's the pitch. Calavito takes it low outside. Ball. Two balls and no strike. Well, Stevens and Crossetti were uh, after each other. And Crossetti, you can pick out. He's like Bertie Tebbets. There's no way he can hide that squeaky voice. All right, Rocky might get one to hit now. Two balls and no strikes. The score is three to nothing. The Yankees lead the A's last half of the ninth inning. We have a runner at first base. Pedro Ramos on the hill. Stretches, fires. The curve is in there for a strike. Two balls and a strike. Ramos looks a little nervous. 
Can't be, though. He's been around a long time. I'm sure, though, he'd like to look good. First time out. Here's the pitch. Swung on and missed. Strike two. Two and two. Still bet he is, George. I bet he is just as nervous as if he were a kid pitching in his first game. He sure looks like it to me. It's a different thing. Coming from a tail end ball club to a Yankee club right in the middle of a pennant and being put in a close ball game. Two balls, two strikes. Ramos set again. Here she comes. Curveball hit on the ground. A third baseman boy off his glove into left field. Posse goes down a second and holds on. Let's see how that one scores. How they score? Base hit. Calamito hit one to Boyer. It could have been an easy double play. The ball skipped off Boyer's glove for a base hit, and the batter is genteel with a chance to tie it up now. Jim hit one out of here. We've got her tied up. It's three to nothing. The Yankees lead the A's. Peel at the plate. It's popped out twice and hit into a double play. Calavito at first base. Causey's down at second. Our sixth hit, and Calavito has two of those. Make that three. He has three of those. Here's Ramos' pitch. Fastball low inside. Ball one. Renneth and Hamilton down in the bullpen are spectators right now. They're not working. They want to watch. Here's the pitch to Gentile. Swung on and fouled off. One ball and one strike. One count. Ramos on the hill takes a lot of a lot of time. Here's the pitch. Gentile swings and misses strike two. A ball and two strikes. Causey down at second. Calavito on first. Last half of the ninth inning and nobody out. The tying run at the plate. Ramos, first appearance for the Yankees. We like very much to bomb him. In the stretch, Ramos. Here's the pitch. Gentile takes it a little low, and it's two balls and two strikes. Pretty close. No breeze to help anything now. Just a very gentle breeze. Won't help a ball hit in the air. Mount anything. Ramos set. Here's the pitch. Swung on a high fly ball down the left field line. Boyer after the ball. Cannot get it, I don't think. It's back in the seat. Not a rollback. Very high pop fly. Two balls and two strikes. Gentile can hit him higher and colder than anybody I ever saw. Make it up where the air is cold. Two and two count. On Gentile, Mantle gives him all of left field. Gives him 110 feet of it. Amazing. Two and two count. They can put four outfielders out there, and each of them would be playing a regular position. Add one in left field. but four outfielders out there and each of them would be playing a regular position. Add one in left field. Now the 2-2 pitch on the way. Gentile hits it back to the middle. Base hit. Fozzie's going to score. Calvito on the way to third. And we have the tying run at first base. Gentile singles to center field. Prattable will go in and run for Gentile. He's the tying run right now. The batter will be Bryant. So an infield single by Calavito, followed by a good solid smash by Gentile through the middle. A 
Brown giving us a life here. And except for the two wild pitches and the error, which are a part of baseball nonetheless, we'd have ourselves a snug ball game. Well, snug anyhow. Calabito went to third. Carnival at first. And the batter, Brian. Brian can win it right now. Boy, that Yogi's really in deep thought. I've been watching him real closely. He is trying to make up his mind whether to leave this guy in. Ramos ready to pitch to Brian. One swing and we can win it. Bouncing ball foul up on the right side. Brian can do it, and Ramos can give up the long ball. Nobody out here. A walk. Exit Sheldon. Calavito single, Gentile single. Calavito single was a bit tainted. But they count just the same. Three to one in the ball game. Last half of the ninth inning. We got a shot at him right here. Ramos set the pitch to Brian. He looks, he stretches, he pitches, outside. One ball and one strike. Yogi knows that if he brought in Hamilton, Doc Edwards would hit. Or Lucic, we'd have a right-hand hitter anyhow. So he might as well go the way he is. One ball and one strike. Our only thing here, Brian can't hit the ball out of the park if he gets the right one to hit and win it for us. Here's the stretch and the pitch. Swung on a bouncing ball foul to the first baseman. Had that good cut. It's a ball and two strikes now. Nobody out in the last half of the ninth. Three to one. Yankees lead the A's. Elson Howard out in front of the plate. He yelled something out to Ramos. The Grand Canyon Bill Bryan at the plate right now. One big swing to do it. One ball and two strikes. Ramos stretched and the pitch. Swung on and fouled off, and that hurt Elston. Knocked the foot right out from under him. Elston Howard hurt on that one. A little wobbly right now. Must have hit him on one of his legs. I'm not sure. A ball and two strikes to count on Brian. Howard was hit on the ankle of the leg of five, probably. Have to walk around a bit. With the ball and two strikes to count on Brian. Brian wanted to take a look at the baseball, which Valentine did. Ball, two strikes to count on Big Bill. Tying run at first base and nobody out. Here's the stretch and the pitch on the way. Had a notion to swing, stopped in time. Too low, two balls and two strikes. Calabito at third, his run not at all important. Cardinal at first base, his is, believe me. He represents the tying run in the last half of the ninth inning. Infield, double play depth. They'll give away the one run to Calavito to try to get the double play. Because it's a three-to-one game right now. Here's Ramos ready. Here's the pitch to Bill. Swung on, hit on the ground to Pepitone. Throw down to second, they got one. Throw to first, got a double play. Exactly what they wanted to do. Brian bounced into a double play. Pepitone to Kubek, back to Pepitone. Uh, Calavito scores, but as we just mentioned to you, his run doesn't mean very much. And the batter now is Ed Charles. Well, you tried to visualize what was going to happen. You could just about figure if you hit the ball on Ramos, you're going to hit it on the ground. Three to two ball game right now. And we've had our chances and have not been able to capitalize, so there we are. Here's Ed Charles. It's all up to him right now in the last half of the ninth inning. Brian bounced into a double play. Calabito scored from third with our second run. Here's Ramos in the windup now, and the pitch on the way is high inside, ball one. Three to two, Yankees lead the A's, two out of the last of the ninth. All three of these ball games have been dandies. All year long, we played the Yankees right on their heels. Played our best baseball against them. Now the pitch, high inside, and it's two balls and no strikes. Darn near a strike, and Charles went down.
real good shot at him. Man, oh man. You want to look back. This ball game right now is not tied because we had a man lead off with a triple in the fourth inning. You had Calavito, Gentile, and Bryan in a row with nobody out to try to knock him in, and nobody could do it. That's right. 2-0 count now. Here's the pitch. There's a high fly ball up in the left side of the infield. Two back to the shortstop getting under it. This should do it. He's under it now. He's there. He makes the catch, and the ball game is over. So we continue to hit the top fly. But in the ninth inning, it's two runs. On two hits and no errors. We left nobody on. And the final score in this one, the Yankees three and the A's two. Well, to wrap it up, here's the way it goes. The Yankees started it off with a line drive home run by Tony Kubek on the third pitch thrown by Diego Segui in the ball game. He had a home run over the 391-foot sign up on the Lamb Chop Hill to give him a one to nothing lead. The Yankees got another run in the sixth inning when Richardson singled, went to second on uh, error, an error on Nellie Matthews in center field who mishandled the ball, and then he went to third on a wild pitch and scored on a single by Roger Maris. That made it two to nothing. The Yankees got a third run in the eighth inning. Richardson singled his third hit of the game, went to second on a wild pitch, and scored after going to third on a ground out by Merritt on a bunt by Mantle to the second baseman, Dick Green. Green took a shot at throwing Richardson out at the plate, but Mantle had bounced the ball too high, and Greeny couldn't throw him out because Richardson got a real good jump. So they actually scored what proved to be the winning run of the ball game on an infield bunt by Mickey Mantle. The A's had a golden opportunity in the fourth inning when Wayne Causey led off with a triple. But Colavito then popped up. Gentile popped up. Both to the infield and Bill Bryan struck out. So if you can't score a guy from third with your three big guns, you're in for a pretty rough day anyway. The A's did manage to rally the ninth inning when the starting pitcher for the Yankees, Raleigh Sheldon, walked Causey to start the inning. Then Colavito singled. Wayne held on at second. Jim Gentile singled through the middle to drive in Causey and Colavito to third. We have the tying runs on base, the winning run at the plate, but Bill Bryan working the count to 3-2. Bounce one to the first baseman, Pepitone, who started the second of the two double plays that he did here today. Then Ed Charles popped up to end the ball game. So the A's now have lost 16 of our last 18 ball games here in our home ballpark. An unbelievable performance. But for our home fans who have been very, very loyal this year, we had 21,372 here today. So we lose to the Yankees 7-9, 7-9, and 2-3. All three ball games here at home. The Yankees moved to within two and a half games of first place, and the White Sox and the Orioles are both in close games. The White Sox have already lost their first game. Actually, the Yankees moved to within two games of first place as of right now. Baltimore and L.A. are tied up in the ninth inning, nothing and nothing. So this winds up the Yankees series in Kansas City for the year. We have the big doubleheader tomorrow against the Baltimore Orioles starting at 1.30. It's picture ruler day. And the A's will have Orlando Pena and Bob Meyer pitching against Wally Bunker and Dave McNally. Well, looking down on the field now, the fans are piling out. We see four of the Roger Maris children out there with their daddy. Roger's about to be on television back to New York City with Jerry Coleman. This is home for Roger. We mentioned one of his little boys. Little Rogers in a Yankee baseball uniform and there. That'll be on TV. It's a pretty good sight to see back out in the infield. Well, it's a good series here. We lost all three ball games. We'll have to win all three against the Yankees in New York City a couple of weeks from now in order to even the series with them for the year. This broadcast was authorized under rights granted by the Athletics solely for the enjoyment of our listening audience. Any publication, rebroadcast, or any other use of the description and accounts of this game without the consent of the Kansas City Athletics is prohibited. Hope you'll join us again tomorrow at 1.15 when our pre-game warm-up show will be on the air as the A's meet the Orioles in a doubleheader. Until then, Monty Moore for George Bryson saying so long. Stay tuned now for the scoreboard. This game came to you on the Kansas City Athletics Baseball Network. brought to you by Ham's, the beer refreshing, with a taste as big and fresh as the land of godly waters. Wouldn't a cold ham taste good right now? By Guy's Foods Incorporated, makers of Guy's Potato Chips, Guy's Nuts, Cheese Sticks, and Pretzels. By the Gold Buffet in North Kansas City, and by friendly Bob Adams and your GFC Loan Company of Kansas City. Stay tuned next for Baseball Scoreboard.
You're on the 810 Sports Special, KTMO Radio, Kansas City, Missouri, the only station with Major League Baseball, football, plus the best in area college basketball. Take yourself to the ball game, and don't forget the wife and the kids. The whole family will enjoy seeing an exciting Kansas City A's baseball game. Every inning is packed with baseball action at its best. How can you get tickets to see the A's play? Well, there's Bob Meyer pitching against Wally Bunker and Dave McNally. Well, looking down on the field now, the fans are filing out. We see four of the Roger Maris children out there with their daddy. Roger's about to be on television back to New York City with Jerry Coleman. This is home for Roger. We mentioned one of his little boys, little Rogers, in a Yankee baseball uniform. And they're going to be on TV. It's a pretty good sight to see back out in the infield. Well, it's a good series here. We lost all three ball games. We'll have to win all three against the Yankees in New York City a couple of weeks from now in order to even the series with them for the year. This broadcast was authorized under rights granted by the Athletics solely for the enjoyment of our listening audience. Any publication, rebroadcast, or any other use of the description and accounts of this game without the consent of the Kansas City Athletics is prohibited. Hope you'll join us again tomorrow at 1.15 when our pre-game warm-up show will be on the air as the A's meet the Orioles in a doubleheader. Until then, Monty Moore for George Bryson saying so long. Stay tuned off with the scoreboard. This game came to you on the Kansas City Athletics Baseball Network. Today's game was brought to you by Ham's, the beer refreshing, with a taste as big and fresh as the land of Scotland waters. When the cold hams taste good right now. By Guy's Foods Incorporated, makers of Guy's potato chips, Guy's nuts, cheese sticks, and pretzels. By the Gold Buffet in North Kansas City, and by friendly Bob Adams and your GFC Loan Company of Kansas City. Stay tuned next for Baseball Scoreboard. You're on the 810 Sports Special, KTMO Radio, Kansas City, Missouri, the only station with Major League Baseball, football, plus the best in area college basketball. Take yourself to the ball game, and don't forget the wife and the kids. The whole family will enjoy seeing an exciting Kansas City A's baseball game. Every inning is packed with baseball action at its best. How can you get tickets to see the A's play? Well, there's no problem with the six ticket offices to serve you. There's an A's ticket office at Macy's downtown, Municipal Stadium, the French Market at 95th and Metcalf, the Plaza ticket office next to Pooch's Cafeteria, the Cat Store in North Kansas City, and the Holiday Inn at 425 Minnesota Avenue in Kansas City, Kansas. All are open six days a week. And the French Market, North Kansas City, and Kansas City, Kansas offices are open Sundays. If you live out of town, you can write for tickets. Address your request to Ticket Department, Kansas City Athletics, 22nd and Brooklyn, Kansas City, Missouri. Make it a date to see the A's in action and get your tickets soon. Hello once again. Time now for Baseball Scoreboard, a wrap-up of all the games in the big leagues, brought to you by King Coil Quiltress Mattress. Here's to your health, to an athletics win, and to a good sound sleep all night long on a King Coil Quiltress Mattress. More about that later, but right now with the scores, here's George Bryson. Thank you very much. Let's take a look at the National League score. All the ball games are over in the National League right now. Dodgers beat the Mets by a score of 4-3. to three. The winner was Harry Reid. Junior Gillen had a home run for the Dodgers. Ballard, the losing pitcher, 9-17. Reid is 1-3. San Francisco got a run in the eighth inning that beat Philadelphia by a score of 4-3. to three. Juan Marichal won his 17th of the year against six losses. Chris Short was the loser. Now check that. Boston was the loser in relief. A short and locked. Harvey Keene and Orlando Cebeda hit home runs for the Giants. Tony Gonzalez and Johnny Callison for the Phils, but it wasn't enough. Giants four, Phils three, but they don't need to worry too much. The Reds kept pace, actually, and they beat Milwaukee by a score of six to three. Jimmy Maloney with the winning pitchers, now 13 to nine. McCool in relief in the seventh, eighth, and ninth. Lamaster, the loser, is now 13 and 11. Tommy Harper and Jimmy Maloney hit home runs. Well, I think that's the first home run that Jimmy's hit in a while. I don't remember him hitting over one other in the major league. St. Louis beat Chicago by a score of 5-4 to four in 11 innings, pushing one across in the last half of the 11. Campbell, Sato, and Cowan homered for Chicago. The winning pitcher was Humphreys in the 10th inning for St. Louis. Landon McDaniel, relieving in the second day in a row, was a losing pitcher. Pittsburgh beat Houston by a score of one to nothing. Vernon Law, his 10th win against 12 losses. Not a Bart, was a losing pitcher in that one. Well, that's the National League story. Be back in one minute with the American League. 
But ladies, here's how to make your husband happier, and you too. Does he wake up irritable, crouchy? Well, the chances are he just didn't sleep well. You want to know why? Just take a look at your mattress. Does it slope at the edge, sag in the middle? If you're sleeping on a king coil quiltress mattress and matching box spring, a 100-pound woman and a 200-pound man can sleep comfortably. That's because king coil has that patented spring wall edge support. 24 special built-in sidewall supports in the mattress and box spring give one-third more usable sleeping surface. King coil's resilient coil springs covered with layers of quilted cotton felt. Topped by a smooth, button-free surface gives perfect support to every bone and muscle. No matter how much or how little you weigh, your body will be relaxed, your tired nerves soothed, and you'll drift into the soundest sleep you've ever enjoyed. Wake up ready to lick your weight in Wildcat. Ask your furniture dealer for a King Coil Quilter's Mattress, just $79.50. You'll find King Coil at leading furniture dealers everywhere. You can see the King Coil at Jack Boring's, 4609 Truce. All right, in the American League, Baltimore and Los Angeles, they're playing a single game, Pappas and Latman. Followed by Deliva. Latman has been relieved, but nobody has scored. They're playing now in the top half of the ninth inning. Baltimore can't seem to get any runs, and they'd better hurry. The Twins beat Boston 2-1. Thank God they won the ball game. They had just one hit, too. The winner was Arrigo, with help from Worthington. Mondo kept to a one-hitter, but became the loser. Versalis hit a home run, so did Smith. Tigers beat Washington by a score of 9-3. Hank Agari, the winner. Cratcher was the loser. George Thomas and Don Demeter hit home runs for the Tigers. Cleveland and the White Sox in a doubleheader. Cleveland won the first game 2-0. Jack Kralik is 11th win against five losses, a four-hit shutout. The loser was Gary Peters. He's now 16-8. In the second game, they're right now in the seventh inning, and Cleveland leading an hit by a score of 2-1. A double-dip loss to the White Sox would hurt them. Donovan is pitching for Cleveland. Buzzhart and Fisher have been pitching with the White Sox. Moose Cowan hit a home run in the fourth with nobody on for the White Sox only run. In the ball game here, Tony Kubek hit a leadoff home run in the first inning. As the Yankees beat Kansas City 3-2. Segui was a losing pitcher. He's 8-14. Roland Sheldon, the winner, is now 4-1 with help from Pedro Ramos. Well, that's the baseball story for today. Hope you're with us tomorrow afternoon at 1.30, a doubleheader out here between the Kansas City A's and Baltimore. George Bryson wishing you a pleasant and safe good afternoon.